This is Danny from Baltimore, Maryland, representing one of the six Wolves fans in Baltimore. You're listening to DU Football Show. A strong marriage malorts together, Mr. Graham. Let me tell you that right now. It does. I'm very impressed. This will not be the first time you've all have had to do this. Well, it took you at the death to stop this from being an all Malort Monday. Did I tie? Come on. Don't you want to be part of the gang? No. All Malort Monday, baby. Good. It's the greatest thing ever. Nope. Let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right, A.A., the fucking Gooner Graham. Snow the Malort. Look straight at shorts. Sam Graham, A. Sam Graham. Fucking United! Fucking United! Hello and welcome to the DU Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. I'm your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me is snatching it at the death with a draw against Palace, <laughs> Samuel Graham. Sammy, how you doing? Hey, as you said, we walked off the field like we just beat City. <laughs> I know. Um, but it is one of those, you know, obviously, when you right at the death like that, for them it does feel like a loss, and for us it does feel like a win. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even if it is against shit opposition. Yeah. Very frustrating game, as we'll come on to later. Oh, shit opposition that, uh, that dominated the pace of play. What does that say about for you? For all about... 12 minutes. We're recording at uh, DU Public House just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, review, and share with a footballing friend. We're also currently right now on Facebook Live, giving this a run again. Should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can. Mr. Graham, tell the good people how they can get in touch. Absolutely. We are at DU Football Show on all the social medias and DUFootballShow at gmail.com to get in touch via email. If you would like any of this sweet swag that we got, visit the DU Public House. Uh, The link is in each of the bios on all of our socials. and you can always also check out our extra content at www.patreon.com backslash dfootballshow. Uh, and if you sign up to one of the top two tiers, soon to be one top tier, uh, you will get uh, all of our extra shows, which are... Um, or as uh, we could just call it, a tier. Sound check and injury time. <laughs> yes, yeah. very simple. So. Uh, if you look above my head there, Mr. Graham, would be one, hashtag Bance Pillow. Yes, you can even get a pillow to cry... Your tears of pain, as in the case of Mel, and giving away a two-goal lead with, like, ten minutes left. In a derby. It was 11 minutes, thank you. Okay, very good. <laughs> <laughs> Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, we vow to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show. Mr. Graham, what are we drinking today? This is Journeyman Distillery's Last Feather Rye uh, Whiskey. Distilled and bottled by Journeyman Distillery in Three Oaks, Michigan. Uh, it is 90 proof. It comes in between $44.99 and $49.99 on the shelf. Uh, and I'll just read the back here because I don't have a ton of information on it. This bottle uh, defines heritage. Uh, during Prohibition, people made rye. It survived. The first batch of this rye was made in Chicago. Eventually, production was moved to Featherbone, uh, the Featherbone Building, Yep, which sounds like a euphemism, mm-hmm. uh, but isn't. Tickles. But the history of the, of the spirits is important. The Featherbone Building 
So, Sammy, the feather the Featherbone building is it's an old uh, uh, corsets and buggy whip factory. Oh, okay, right? and that's where Buggy Whip <laughs> Wheat was born, I assume. Yes, yeah. So, which we've drank on the show at least twice. So, over the coolest, years. coolest fucking place, right? So, Three Oaks is like legitimately one stoplight, two two stop signs. You're you're fucking out. You're of out of town Oaks. already. Yeah. Um. So the uh, owner and creator of the brand, uh, Bill, is um lived in Scotland for a period of time. Actually worked at St Andrews uh, at the clubhouse as a bartender while uh, going to finance school and basically drank whiskey and played golf the bulk of his life. Yeah. Decided he did not want to be in the family business of finance and uh, wanted to um, uh, start uh, his own whiskey distillery. Uh, all of this is um, uh, 100% organic grains. It's all Midwestern grains. It is the operation itself. Michigan's one of your ABC states, so the uh, state controls everything. So for him... He makes a vodka, he makes a gin, he makes like a lemoncello, he makes a rum, he makes like all kinds of stuff. Most of that stuff doesn't even get sold outside of the state because right. it's literally for his restaurant. Right. And he has a restaurant set up, <clears throat> three floors of nothing but a, a wedding pavilions, and then there's a concert hall in the middle, right? Where the concert hall is in the middle, uh, that's not owned by him. That's actually owned by that venue. And then on the other side, there's a gigantic studio um, apartment setup, right? L like the real world. We jokingly call it real world Michigan. Right. I, I got the the pleasure to stay there, and it's just absolutely phenomenal. I got a drunk call from him while he was there. <clears throat> nice. I, I, I had a piano to do a throwback to a Tony Kornheiser pit. <laughs> I, I, I sat at a piano just begging on it going, piano I like how you looked at her to say that and all you got was the uh, back of the iMac oh no I looked up and away thank <laughs> you very you? much where are you we got back a new into the left back into the left that's what I did we got a new computer here at the DU football show and it blocks my view of Big Sam so, so things I wanted to say uh, real it's quick. bigger than our old banner we, we mentioned the Buggy Whip Wheat, uh, which for me personally that's one of ten whiskeys if I was told I could only have ten whiskeys the rest of my life that's but one you would have in there. It would yeah. be there. Absolutely. It's it's phenomenal. And these guys work off of small barrels. And small barrels tend to be kind of looked down on. Mm -hmm. But when you do them right, they're fucking fantastic. Oh, yeah. You get a ton of flavor and not a lot of time in a small barrel. Yeah. And a lot of them will have like kind of a popsicle thing. And, you know, maybe they everybody else say, oh, this tastes too young. Yeah. This don't taste too young. No. Nah. This is great juice. No, it's very good. And, and I... I, and we probably shouldn't have volume playing off our TV right yeah, now, I'm Melissa. Yeah, I'm not quite sure how to kill that. <laughs> it's all yeah. new. I'm playing with shit today. Yeah, playing with shit while recording. I, I, I like that. I like that. Hey, hey, Mel. Yeah. You know what you should be playing with? Do a better job. Oh, a the mute button. A fucking mute button. That's what should you should be, be playing, playing with. with the mute button. My bad. All right. Well, then. Uh, Multiple mute buttons, actually. The TV, the fucking microphone, the gun. <laughs> besides handing your, handling your new electronic equipment responsibly and your TV responsibly, Sam, what else should one do? You should always drink responsibly, of course. And I do just want to quickly say they do pay for the certifications. Mm -hmm. They are registered USDA organic. They are MOSA certified organic, which I'm not sure what that means. Midwestern. Okay. And then they are certified kosher organic. Yep. So they are also a kosher brand. Yeah. Not not Passover kosher, but regular kosher. Also known as Mavushal, which yes. I learned one day. I sell Bartonura. <clears throat> <laughs> so I learned that 
a long time ago. I was trying to make it so y'all could see the comments up on the big screen, but I failed. So we'll try uh, next time. Mel, I do not need to see comments. I've got too many fucking things to look at <laughs> as it is. Uh, very, 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 very simple. Oh, there's guess a, what I there's can a, see. There's a fly two. in here, too, that's pissing me the fuck Don't off. Don't worry. I can see the mute button. Good. To all of our, to all of our uh, people who are joining us live, uh, understand this is a chance for you to kind of peek in on the show and see what we're doing. If you're looking for interaction, you're not fucking getting it. We are recording a show, and we cannot have it come to a halt with a bajillion questions. If Mel sees something really interesting or funny, uh, go right ahead. But uh, other than that, chat amongst yourselves. Have fun. You're doing all right. We're recording a show here. Enjoy the show. We'll do our thing, right? Sure. Ah, there we go. I love asking him questions when he's too busy. Sorry. Yeah, I was. I got distracted by my beautiful face on Mel's screen yeah. and Mel's other screen. Well, what I wanted to say was just, you know, it's great to get you uh, to, to, to try to get your attention when your mouth's full, but we'll let that one go. All right, let's go ahead and get into the action, boys and girls. Uh, standings go out the window whenever there's a derby, and teams have learned a valuable lesson. You never, never underestimate a derby. Wolverhampton 3, Aston Villa 2, Chelsea 1, Brentford 0. Uh, pretty cagey affair to start, but it seemed like once Villa got the goals, Villa had things in hand. Yeah, I mean, it was for the first 20 minutes, it was all Villa uh, in, in, in this game. I realized I probably, being live, should not have my papers in front of my face. Would help. Yeah, and then Traore went on that mazy run. From that point... Wolves started to grow into the game a bit. Emmy was equal to to Triore's chance, and then it became a bit more open. Both teams had chances. We were back and forth, uh, but Danny Ings finally struck uh, with a header, and Villa took the lead. Kind of cruise control. Second goal goes in. Fair dues. Wow, what a Easy. hit. It was a nice hit. There is going to be a running theme. We are going to say that was a nice hit, a about nine more times. times. Yeah. Like uh, John McGinn with goal, that one, of course. The goal of the weekend, all weekend. Yep, pretty much. Decent strike outside the box. Little deflection uh, sent the keeper the wrong way, of course, uh, which I think stops it from being goal of the weekend. Mm -hmm. But it, he caught it sweetly nonetheless. 79th minute comes along. Hold on. All right. And then with 11 minutes left. Hey, Mel. Mm-hmm. Wolves fucked. Dude. <laughs> They did. Or who who said it in the uh, closed Facebook group, which I did forget to mention. So if you can find that on Facebook, do that. It was Paul. Uh, I didn't you... have to look at it. As soon as Sam was reading the quote to me, I was like, I'm going to I'm like, fucking Paul. <laughs> it's uh, uh, Villa fucks. Do you football club? Uh, closed Facebook group. Find that. Yep. Um, but yeah, FC. Right. Villa can... fucks it up. Can I, yep. can I do my shot and we can move on? No, hold on. Embarrassing. Uh, the key thing to actually note was uh, Bruno Lodge starting to figure out his lineup, starting to figure out things. Uh, Daniel Podence completely changed that game. Yeah. Him him being included, that game completely changed. Here. Wolves win because of that. Mel, I'm going to do you a favor. As yeah. much like when Lacazette came on today against Palace and was just lively and... No, no, no pro Arsenal agenda. <laughs> We're talking about Mel's team fucking it off. I yeah. was trying to help Mel yeah. distract. Yeah. Ready? Ready? I got yeah. it. Uh, here we thought that if Villa was going to be fucked, it would be by the Wang. Because there was a lot of Wang action on that field, but alas, it was Target who fucked us instead. Cheers, Villa. Up it. All right. Roman Saiz got mm -hmm. the... Uh, uh, Ball rolling, I suppose you'd say. Um, 
And then Neves uh, and Potence, with good passing, created the opening, uh, obviously. Connor Cody leveled on 84 minutes from a second <laughs> attempt from a set piece. Uh, and the collapse finished in stoppage time as a Neves free kick was deflected past Emmy, and Wolves snatched victory from the claws of defeat. Yep. Hey, um, it wasn't the only uh, at the death this weekend no, as well. No, it was not. Uh, real quick for everybody, if you saw Mel's uh, delightful face after having a shot, that is because she did a shot of this lovely stuff, Jepson's Malort, uh, widely considered the world's worst alcohol. We all do shots of it whenever our squads lose. Guess what? Somebody else is doing a shot tonight. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just on a side note, where do where do you kind of think this leaves these two sides? Is this kind of the win that catapults Wolves and gets them? Well, they've got a couple going? decent results in the last few weeks. It's yeah. definitely stuff to grow on. There are still obvious downfalls to them, yeah. though. Um, they need to tighten up at the back again. I think Ru- they're still adjusting to Sa right. uh, in goal. I think Rui Patricio stops uh, um, uh, the first goal. Danny Ings. Yeah. I think Rui Patricio and, and a fully switched on Wolves team under Nuno last season, e- even last season, right, uh, would have stopped that situation from arising in general. Nothing you could do about John McGinn's hit. Uh, just is what it is. But I think they're finally starting to click at the back. Um, once Villa really... Once that second goal, and I mean, honestly, it's partially Villa's fault. I don't really think they pressed the issue anymore. They kind of went into cruise control and yeah, that's they what they one chance right at the end that's that what they say about, about the the danger of a two-goal lead it's oh, the yeah. most dangerous scoreline in sports they start sending in the kids yeah. right They're like here you want to play go play yeah. come on this game's over Woo! exactly yeah, but you on. gotta you gotta remember it's a derby and you know it only took 11 minutes and mm. you lost the game i think this kind of a game like this and then obviously they had lost to spurs so they're now two on the bump and kind of I think a little bit back to earth now like this is probably a 11th to 9th place team yeah this is probably where they are I mean could be they're, they're still adjusting without Jack I mean yeah. he's been there despite how young he is he was there for a long time he was very talismanic for yeah. them yeah and without him that's that's an adjustment it's a, a high profile move there's a lot of shit around it you know for the last couple of seasons all of which Villa came out on top for until now so it's just getting that personnel in I mean they replaced him with three fucking players yeah so it's just it's just finding that balance finding out what the best team is and really clicking and I I think they're starting to do it they're looking better than they did the first couple of weeks of the season they're still well making, really only the first game of the season after the, after that first game they looked really good yeah yeah, yeah. so I, my point is is yeah. I think that they're just trying to find their way I think Ali is adjusting to not being the main man he's also right. coming off that injury as well yeah. you got Danny Ings who's vastly experienced despite his injury record I I think you'll see them you know around the holiday period, I think you'll see Villa really come into their own again right. um, when they have that time to settle in uh, in and amongst each other. It's not like they're playing poorly either. They were also missing Douglas Louise for a few weeks, and he's a fucking key. That is exactly the one I was going to bring up. Is yep. is uh, he did play for Brazil, so he was out. Like uh, he he when you don't have him, he really stirs that drink. It's not that he necessarily. Does anything? Did you grab it? Fucking got it. There you go. That Little kind. <laughs> He's very proud of himself. Yeah, it only gives me three things to be distracted by now. <laughs> check, 
check you out, Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> wax on, wax off. Um, let's let's move on. The words you would have probably never, ever, ever thought you'd hear muttered. Chelsea escaped the Brentford Community Stadium with a one nothing win. And escape they did. Escaped. <laughs> so Brentford had less of the ball. Yeah. Okay. But they absolutely controlled this game. Mm-hmm. They outshot Chelsea. I think it was five shots on target, 17 overall, to one shot on target, five overall yeah. for Chelsea. Every single other category than possession and the score line, Brentford fucking topped. Yeah. Yeah. They were brilliant. They were so unlucky. Hit the post a couple of times. Mendy made a couple of great saves. Their, Chelsea's defenders did put in a couple of last-ditch tackles. Chalaba, I think of, clearing the ball off the line. Um, they Brentford were excellent. <clears throat> Again. Yeah, absolutely. And Whose phone is on? Whose phone is on? While we are recording a podcast. Yeah. She's hiding behind the screen. And she, she knows better. You keep it up, she might keep that. <laughs> You'll never see her again. <laughs> One could only dream, Sam. One could only dream. But, um, so th- They were fantastic. And Chelsea, and what sucks, and I'll, I'll full disclosure here, in my predictions that we did as soon as the transfer window shut mm-hmm. i have chelsea winning the league no i, I and actually do too based on this performance nah. it don't look too good but but then of course but you know what fucking brentford took it and went toe-to-toe with uh liverpool already i'll be honest i'm excited as hell to watch brentford fucking city yeah that's good because they they're not backing down no they're not backing uh-uh. down at all now how about um we have to bring up our girl jane um, the ball that went off the post in the first half for um for uh I'm forgetting his name starts with the M. Embuemo. Embuemo. Uh, as she said, missed by a bee's dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think there's a more perfect description. And and now all I could do is just hear that that glorious Australian accent. The very matter of fact, I missed it by a bee's dick. Yeah, <laughs> it's just right. like, yeah, fuck right. Like, <laughs> I'm doing it no justice by that, but fucking hell. <laughs> Laughed my ass off. Now, here's the big question for you. Uh, well, oh, let's first off, let's talk about the goal. Fucking chill well. Again. All of a sudden is the volley god. Wow. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden is the volley god. I just, don't know what's going on. Just but call him 90s fucking uh, chill. Like, everything's in the fucking 90s no right now. And it's all high full volleys. Fucking waist, waist high full volleys. Just bang. Yes. Bang. From an outside back. Yes. And bang. Bang. <laughs> that is, sorry, that is that's, a joke for that's just for us. <laughs> and Rob. And the beard. And Rob, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's about it. <laughs> well, you know what? The beard wasn't around, so actual Rob knows that joke, too. <laughs> um, uh, it's classic. But here's the one I want to talk about. There was an opportunity where there was a foul on a play, but... The linesman throws up the flag, flag for real all sides. quick. Yeah, I mean, real quick. And isn't it supposed to be keep the flag down? If it's in a close, scoring opportunity, let the play happen. VAR will get it right for you. Which has also, let's face it, moment of silence for the Dutch tulip. Thank you. Has fucking injured people as well. Right. So serious injuries. So. If you're supposed to fucking wait and you're supposed to let, like, how do you just throw up the flag that quick? Because 
There's a foul. But then how does right? How does VAR look at it and deem it okay? Right, because he was on side. We look at the Harry Kane goal. Yeah, right where he went on, scored. Right, the linesman then put his flag up. Harry Kane <laughs> thought he was offside. Yeah, yeah, and then VAR went back and looked at it and said, "Oh wait, now actually, well, it's because you were the linesman and the ref didn't allow the play to happen, which is what they're quote supposed to do." Right. And, and I moment, think that's a foul by Chalaba. He he jumps, looks, he has a, he, uh, he sees Ivan Tony there, and then elbows him in the neck. Now that's a foul in the center circle. With so that, it should be a foul in the box. With that being said, that would have been a penalty. They would have taken it, and Mendy would have saved it because Mendy was saving fucking everything. everything yeah, <laughs> he <laughs> saved one. I'm way too familiar with this one. Inside the six with the face. With his face. With his face. I mean, Scott Sterling. Right in the face. <laughs> I mean. And then, and then the overhead kick at the end of the match that is only topped by the fact that Mendy, great backwards dive, throws the hand up, last ditch, puts it over. I mean. He had himself a match. If all Benjamin, you watch. Or Benjamin. I don't remember his first name. I think it's Benjamin Mendy. Well, Benjamin Mendy played for City. Is this no, another okay. Benjamin Mendy? No, no, no. It's not, a ben, it's not a Benjamin Mendy. Sorry. No, no, no. I, I was confusing it, with, now. confusing it with the old City player. Um, But the, the thing with that, you just... When a goalie's on, he's on. And there's nothing. Nothing that's going to get by him. And right. unfortunately for Brentford, that was Mendy fucking... This match, he was absolutely incredible. It's Edward. <laughs> Edward, okay. Edward Mendy. Yeah, I completely forgot that. But yeah, you're absolutely right. He was he was on fucking fire. This guy. Yeah. He, I mean, he was saving stuff like we normally expect out of Guaita. Mm-hmm. You know, do the cat like reflexes. It was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. Now, obviously, Palace are much worse, and Chelsea shouldn't have to deal with all that shit because their defense should be better. But Edward Mendy was on it today. Absolutely on it. Uh, I could say this much. Every single year, one promoted team stays up. I think we know the promoted team already that's hundred percent. We had eleven goals in two matches. One came from an expected side, the other were conceded by a team we did not expect to. Five Liverpool five, Watford nil, Leicester four, Manchester United two. Wow. There was a rare a, Firmino hat trick. There was a ton of goals yeah. this weekend. There was. And I, I I wrote my notes in a way that I thought that we were going to do epic collapses together. Right. Yep. yep. So I grouped Villa and United in the same spot. Right. Uh, but, yeah, no, Liverpool were, were fucking insane. I just felt like that West London derby needed was, to be in the first no, segment. Yeah, no, it was, just so it, it was an good. excellent game. It was a cracking game for, for a 1-0. You're yep. absolutely right. But the Liverpool game, uh, Firmino's were pretty much all tap-ins, but I want to talk about Mo Salah's pass for the <laughs> opening goal to Mane. Outside of the left boot, fucking inch perfect. Mane had, had a little bit to do. He's bearing down kind of straight on the goal at that point which is difficult to pick a side. That actually advantaged goalkeeper yeah. in that situation. But he dealt with it well. and uh, l- Like the Decore one for Everton against uh, 
uh, Burnley. Yep. I mean, you just saw the ball. It had this perfect curve where it almost like there was a magnet to the player's yeah. foot. And it came right back to, in the case of Decore, to Mari Gray's foot. Yep. And it goes right in the back of the net. And in this case, right to Mane's foot. And right in the back it of the was, net. It was, the ball was on a string. I, it, was be- it was fucking beautiful. And it was perfectly the, weighted at that. In both of those instances, the pass was more brilliant than the goal. Than the goal, yeah, yeah, yeah. And And if it wasn't for the fact that later on, Salah had a fucking worldie, that pass would have been the best thing that happened in that game. Absolutely. And if it wasn't for the fact that Andres Towson ended up getting goal of the month, by the way, he did get goal of the month for that goal, <laughs> that pass from DeCorey would have been the best thing that happened in that game. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was absolutely fantastic. You, you, can't, you can't teach that. That's one of those things that just you feel. It's a it's an instant instantaneous in the moment just reaction thing yeah. that happens. You just that's what makes football so beautiful <laughs> is shit like this. Well, and it's those those three up top when they're humming, they're really humming. Oh yeah, big time. And and Liverpool getting hot at the right fucking time. Oh yeah, I mean they've been hot all season. To be but, fair, I mean, yeah, but it was just kind of like okay, inconspicuous here they are and you do yeah, doing their thing. The, Salah setting Cathcart yeah. on his ass. Yeah. Like he was a fucking schoolboy. That, but then that, the, what I'm, what I'm saying is the, they, since the city match, the city match was a, was a nice, was an exciting match for him. The Watford match was a nice, exciting match for him. Everything kind of before that was a little dull. You know, like, yeah, but he was still but, scoring. R- right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody was scoring. And, and Salah's on a tear, and I have a good feeling he's probably going to win. Goal scorer this year. I I'm think with you I, there. I think yep. I think this is a maybe thirty goal year for him. I really do think that. But it's been for, one week since you looked at me. Yeah, exactly. Very good. <laughs> it's been. Um, you that just wanted me. Good. Yeah, you just wanted I me to do that. I did. Uh, the <laughs> for for them, it's been inconspicuous, which is good. You want to be under the radar, especially when there's four really quality teams kind of vying for those for that top spot you know maybe united falling out a little but once they fire their manager they'll fucking they'll be charge, fine yeah. they'll charge right <laughs> up the table again uh but you know chelsea for the most part doing well city very again city also inconspicuously just doing their job getting points and this is that kind of emphatic Hey, by the way, we won Fuck this. You. Yeah, we we're won here, this motherfucker. Thing. We yep. won this thing a couple seasons ago. Fuck off. Yeah. We're not going anywhere. And fucking Twinkle Toes Salah. I mean, that's two weeks in a row. You had the one against City where mm-hmm. he made four kids look like they were... Uh, four people look like they were kids. Yeah. And then here again. I mean, just absolutely took four Watford defenders on and made them look silly. And cut back at a finish like that from where he was. Well, I mean, that, that angle, you always favor the goalkeeper there. And he just he just made it everybody look ridiculous. Uh, I would fun I w- fun fact yes. real quick. Ben Foster, mm-hmm. very big in the FPL world, mm-hmm. and very big on YouTube now. No uh, shit. The cycling GK, the cycling goalkeeper. Okay, he's got his own channel, some of which includes GoPros that he's hung up in the goal. So no it's shit. his view of the game. No shit, that's fun. But he captained Mo Salah in his fantasy team. Against himself. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. What does that mean? So, is he had uh, Yannick Balassi on with him yet to uh, to go cycling? I don't know. To be honest with you, I don't watch it. I just know that it happens. 
Well, and then the other question too is, is does, I mean, does your new hero have a Peloton like you? <laughs> no, it's a real cycling, I think. <laughs> oh, heard. <laughs> uh, one thing worth mentioning, uh, Firmino's uh, second goal, the the non-called offsides because he was, uh, Salah was technically not in the play. So what they say is that he was not involved in the play. I say Cathcart doesn't make that challenge. If he doesn't think that that guy's there to if tap the ball If he doesn't think that net. that guy's there to tap the ball in it, that's Absolute, exactly right. And for absolutely. me, if you influence the decision-making of a defender, you are involved in that play. Right. If you influence the keeper, it, uh, how's a defender any different? I said it in the clues group on the weekend. Yeah. That was bullshit. Yeah. Just like the the uh, Brentford should have been penalty uh, against Chalaba. Right. Not Also, not that it fucking mattered anyways. They, no. Uh, Watford was At the end of the day, no. But still. Uh, now, Danny Rose... What the fuck happened to you? Jesus Christ. What a pitiful display by a formerly respected professional. Well, I think that will be, um, that's the kind of shit Ranieri's not going to fucking stand for. He almost bit his bottom lip off. I don't think Kenny Rose going to be starting next week. I think somebody will be on the bench. <laughs> yeah. Because I think Ranieri's going to go, I would like my defenders to do this novel concept. Defend. defend. I mean, you yeah, can't just, even be mad at Cathcart for what he did, right? He yeah. knew that player was there. He had to make a decision. Ben yeah. Foster saved well. He Cathcart was put in a tough spot. What he did, though, was take charge of the situation. Now, yes, it would have been an own goal, but Ben Foster did well to keep it out. Now, Firmino was on the doorstep because somebody else didn't track him. Right. But the point is, is that he was switched on and tried to do something. He tried to make something happen. Danny Rose was just out for a lovely old stroll, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they really it was, it was just it was horrible. Pitiful. No, I wouldn't expect anything less from a former Tottenham man. <laughs> There's the dig. We knew it. There's the dig. Oh, you knew it was coming. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Uh United look like they don't even fucking care. No, they don't. Well, Kerry Maguire was injured. Mm-hmm. Uh should no have played. No. <laughs> he no, no, looked no. terrible. I'm not sure what happened in that situation, uh, for Vardy's goal especially, where he was in the corner. Where he was in the corner, yeah. ball played out by De Gea, and it's like either he didn't listen to anyone shouting at him, he didn't look over his shoulder at all, and he just thought he had all the time in the world. Right. When I th- was it Pereira or somebody? Mm-hmm. I think it was Ricardo Pereira. That that very simply tackled the ball off of him and then cut back. But I was that was that Vardy's? No, that was. Tielemans goal. What that it? was that came back out. The Tielemans did a little hook oh, on, which, by the way, also again, goal of the fucking season or uh, of the. Uh, let, let us also not forget before that Mason Greenwood's goal, which was oh my god, <laughs> yeah, amazing. I forgot about that. <laughs> like, if if you just watched the goal highlights this week, you are going to be very satisfied. Mason Greenwood, a bunch of gorgeous goals. Greenwoods and Tielemans were both fucking worldies, Nasty. absolute worldies, and two different styles of worldies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tillemans, that was a, a bit of a looper, yeah. right? But before that, yeah, Greenwoods, which was a fucking rocket. Yeah, just that a ca- scorcher. it in off the inside of the post. It was absolutely brilliant. Now, uh, here's a big one. If there's ever a man who needed a goal more than anybody, not because, I mean, he's a defender, but Sinyochu. If ever there was a man who just needed a W, a little pickup, a pat on the back, and go, there, 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 son, you'll be all right. <laughs> it is Mr. Absolutely. Sinyochu. Especially after the Euros. You remember the, the Euros. 
turkey. Tur- turkey was a dark, smacked. a dark horse for everybody. Yeah, they, with such a young team, nobody expected them to be there and to show up and perform like that <laughs> with him at the heart of their defense. Yeah, just soul crushing. Yeah, and he oh, started God, the terrible. season as if it crushed his soul. It really did. And he was he he had made some crucial mistakes pitiful. in games, and to get that get that fucking win. Get that And win. it all started, the goal, right? The win, everything. It Just, all started with that stupid-ass red card he got last season, kicking yep. somebody in the net after they had scored. That was the one against... Um, no. Was that the Bournemouth one? Maybe. I, but I don't Bournemouth, remember, to be honest, but... Bournemouth was the... Uh, no, no, because Bournemouth was the um, COVID year. Right, which was last season. No, no, no. The, the, uh, the split-up season, wasn't it? Because last year was West Brom, uh, Fulham, and Sheffield. So it was the season before. Oh, yeah, before. it was the season before. And that yeah. was one where he got the red card. And uh, I thought it was at the end of last season. Could have been. Could have been. I don't I know. Just, but either way, yeah. that's when it all started for him, that in my man opinion. Has just not had He's a had good a summer. horrid time. <laughs> and, just, and he needed that bad. You could tell the, the jump. It, it, even if it was lucky that the ball got to him, even if he, it didn't matter. It was just like, I saw that one going, and I went, Good for you, buddy, because you fucking need it, man. Yeah, no shit. But if those two original goals uh, weren't good enough, Jamie Vardy's half volley. Jesus. Coming in. And just the, the way he caught it, sliced across it, took it away from De Gea into the far stick was just <clears throat> another sublime finish. Yeah. It's fucking brilliant. So is it Ole or is it the players? I think it's Ole personally i've been saying it from day one he does not deserve that job he is a a showpiece a mouthpiece he is somebody that is there to be a lightning rod the ownership uh and the executive committee at manchester united can always point and say yeah but we have the norwegian gym teacher in charge yeah you know kind of thing he is not an elite level manager there's just no two ways about it he may have the badges and that's great he is not an elite level coach he is not sir alex ferguson he never will be sir alex ferguson Remember, yeah, but, he got Cardiff on the way to relegation. Got fired but, after 14 games or something, I think. But they've also had world-class managers in since him. I would argue and the rest of them are on the decline of their career. Yeah. Louis van Gaal, Jose Mourinho. He wasn't at the decline of his career. That was the... No, up- but the, the, he was the first one after Sir Alex. He right, didn't get a fair shake of the stick. Yeah. He didn't get a fair shake of the stick. <clears throat> but the other two, van Gaal and Mourinho, they are on the decline. Okay. Mourinho had already fucked off Chelsea twice. Yeah. Right? He had already went to Inter, done his thing there. He had already, right, which he only lasted two se- a season or two seasons, yeah, whatever it was. Chelsea's a two-season guy. Then he went to Real, did the same thing. He's already put his name in the ring for the Newcastle job. Mm-hmm. He's always had a special affinity for the club because of his relationship with Sir Bobby Robson. <laughs> right? Well, mate, you just got the Roma job th- three months ago. Right. What are you doing? Be quiet. Yeah, shut the fuck up. And you're doing well. Here's the thing, though. Let's say you go ahead and you bring in a world-class manager and suddenly those guys start playing great. Fuck you, players. Yeah. Fuck no, you, ult- players. Ultimately, like- you need to be a professional. But I think it, it's deeper than that. I think you buy, you get Cristiano Ronaldo in, right? You buy mm-hmm. him $14.5 whatever it was, $20 million tops. He can't do the job that you do. He does not fit into your system. No. It's a shirt sales. It's a marketing. It's a bring the prodigal son home. It's all that stuff. It's when you a feel had good. Lukaku playing lone striker, it didn't work in your system. It's it's a feel good thing. But even that, Lukaku works harder. Yeah, because he's not thirty six years old. Yeah. yeah, Ronaldo has a lot of miles on the clock. He's played a lot of football in his career, and he wants the international goal record. 
so he keeps turning up for Portugal. He should have been retired for Portugal by now. Right. But he wants the individual accolades. The problem is, is he can't run and do anything. Manchester United, if you look at the rest of that front six, they're all pressing. Ronaldo's walking around. Right. So if he's not in the 18, if if your team is not around the 18-yard box, you're playing with 10 men. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's not going to do the running anymore. But he's Cristiano Ronaldo. You can't not start him. Well, and also, let's face it, Paul Pogba's going to take time off when he's on the pitch and just decide not to play for a while. Bruno Fernandes is also going to take time off when he's on yeah. the pitch as well. So I think it's it's more of a personnel problem. Like the Jaden Sancho signing makes sense, right? It's it's one he sort of has arrived in his time with Dortmund, but still one for the future. Still a young player, right? Right. Which so, which by the way, fucking United fans, get the fuck off his back. Do not expect him to come play, in and be right? a fucking what twenty doing? goal scorer. Like absolutely, got to fucking learn his way. Um, let, let, let's move on from them because I'm just annoyed to have to have this conversation over and over. And I, over I again. just I think it's more of a personnel yeah. like it just the system isn't fitting with what they decided to bring in in the summer. That's just me yeah. personally. I Even will, Cavani works harder than that. I will say the only reason why he um he still has a job Ole is because the Northwest London uh, the Northwest Derby is this next weekend. Well, you know what the other thing the, though they're, they're not gonna they're not gonna fire him, put in an interim, look for a new manager while they're getting ready to play Liverpool at home. But they're that being let said, that game happen. I, I didn't realize this. They were on like a 19-game or 20-game, something like that, 29-game unbeaten run in the Premier League. No, they had lost to uh, Villa United. Oh, you're right. They did lose to back. Villa. In fact, this, but before that, weren't the, they on a decent run? The uh, They were on like a month long of no, po- of, uh, no wins, only uh, like a point here, a point there, because Everton was a point. The loss to Villa. Southampton was a point. Their last win was uh, was West Ham, and that was a hmm. missed penalty by Noble. Maybe that but, got him out. Maybe so. I I thought I heard a pundit say that I might be wrong. Yeah, how good? Uh, here's uh, I'm the obviously wrong because you're right. Villa beat them again. We're still fucking talking about them. What to make of the fucking foxes, man? I don't know. Um, I think this is something to build on. I think there's a lot of positives in this game. I think they will build on them. They have had a a, a couple of injury issues. Uh, and I haven't really been able to pick from their full complement of players for a while. Yeah, they, but I feel they like they did. have depth. They have depth now. This, the one thing Europe has given them is given them the money to have depth. So yeah, but Rogers doesn't really rotate the squad terribly much. Well, then that's on Rogers because he's got players. You okay, Cassani is fucking sitting on the bench all the fucking time. Like why? Like makes no sense to me. You, yeah. You've you've got you've got players to use use them and I don't think that necessarily he does that. I have a feeling this is what we're gonna see out of them all, all the time. They're gonna they're gonna lose you know, they're gonna they're gonna give up a two nothing lead uh, and, and a draw to uh Crystal Palace and then they're gonna go beat Man United. Yeah. That's that is what this team is going to be all fucking year. And just it's annoying. I hear you. Rounding out the rest of the league, and oh, so that happened. Man City 2, Burnley 0, Norwich 0, Brighton 0, Southampton 1, Leeds 0, West Ham 1, Everton 0, or Evton, as I put it on my uh, sheet here. Evton. Evton. Tottenham 1, I'm Tottenham 3, Newcastle 2. I was getting too used to saying 1 over and over and over again. (laughs) Arsenal 2, Crystal Palace 2. Um... 
comfortable win for City. Uh, nice for Burnley that they didn't give up five this time like they normally do. Well, that's that's exactly what I wrote down here. I said, it, you know, didn't really expect any different other than more goals. Uh, it was pretty much one-way traffic as City never made it out of second gear. Um, that was, it, I mean, it, <clears throat> Burnley showed up to kind of resist, but nothing sh- really happened. Should Laporte seen red for his tackle? I don't think so. And the reason being is he was pulling out of it the entire time. As soon as he left his feet, he was pulling out of the tackle. Yeah. I I tend to think it should have been red simply because the normal the normal interpretation of the rule is the minute both feet are off the ground going at the guy. Because even if you pull out of it, you still can pull out of a tackle and break a guy's fucking leg. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Son did that. I exactly. <laughs> the the nicest person on the planet. He Inspir- does it for the children. Breaks legs for the children. Sam. The fucking children. <laughs> Understood? But yeah, no, he he pulled like who was it that got on uh James Ward Prowse when it? Yeah. On Jorginho. He made full contact with studs on Jorginho's ankle versus this where it was like the trailing laces just kind of caught whoever he tackled. Yeah. So I I don't know. Yes, you can make an argument for a red, absolutely, because he did leave his feet in an, in an uncivilized way. Yeah, I just... <laughs> but Uncivilized way. <laughs> Anything less would be uncivilized. uncivilized. <laughs> um, so I get to say these words... Norwich Football Club and Brighton Hove Albion played a professional match in the English Premier League. Fucked my bet, bitches. Fucked my bet, too. I I thought Brighton would go to Norwich and win. So did I. After what they've done this season so far. And there's no reason why they shouldn't have. and, And, you know... Great, Norwich, you got a point. A draw is not gonna do... You have to start winning some fucking games if you want any chance at staying up and yeah but one thing they haven't done this season for real is keep a clean sheet so i think that is something to build on although tim cruel was needed more than once yeah uh in this game it it actually was kind of open little decent as brighton pushed on for the winner so there was a bit end to end yeah but at the end of the day i mean it took a dan burns last ditch tackle on um Timu Puki uh, for the uh, there was a Norwich counterattack yeah, uh, near yeah. the death yeah where he act, blocked the shot from even coming in mm-hmm. Sanchez did make a couple saves himself as well oh I was thinking about the um, I'm sorry I was thinking about the sergeant ball that came yeah, in yeah, that yeah. cleared yep. off the line yeah but I mean really at the end of the day nothing really happened in this game to be no, honest with you no not at all Again. Um, there were a couple of chances a couple of exciting saves but uh, it was a, a drug yeah fucking coma this again one. two 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 professional football clubs played a professional football match in a professional football league. Yeah. Allow us to move on. <laughs> a nice win for the Saints. Something they needed big time. Uh, it <clears throat> took until the 44th minute for Leeds to have a shot yeah. at all. Yeah. They finished the game with zero shots on target and just three shots overall. I would now Which is like- something I never thought I'd say about a Marco Bielsa side. I would now Marcelo. Look- I Marcelo, just realized yeah. what I said. I would now like to put um, leads in the following category. Fuck around and find out, leads. Fuck around and find you out. You could go right back down. Keep keep this shit up. 
Fuck around and find out. Like, at the start of the season, you could say, okay, some tough matches, even teams we were even with are tough teams, like like West Ham and Everton are tough teams to play. This one you're supposed to win. This is one you're supposed to win easily. You know what I think part of the problem is? Is Leeds haven't had to contend with real international shit. Mm-hmm. For a long time. Now they do. And all of a sudden, Rafinha's fucked off to Brazil to to do his thing, which great. And he got a goal for Brazil. Well done. But he need, they need to get acclimated to that quickly because Calvin Phillips is now a regular for England. And you have all of these different players are now going for their, going for their national teams, and you have to be prepared to deal Bielsa with that. Bielsa plays with a shoestring team. Very, Hates very rotating. Thin. Yeah. Hates it. He, he has maybe And you can tell 15, they look disjointed. He it, has maybe ugh. four guys off the bench he uses. That's fucking it. And, yeah, fuck, fuck around and find out. But Keep, South, Southampton, to their credit, were very, very organized. It, it's, it's amazing to see that this is basically the team that lost 9-0 twice in a calendar year. It's... <laughs> I had to shoehorn it in. You see, the, <laughs> you see what Ralph does, and you see those little triangle bursts of pressure yep. that he does all over the pitch. It's it's a great philosophy, and against a team like Leeds, who wants to kind of full counter oppress a, a team, if you punch them right in the face, yeah, you're going to get them. You're going to fucking get them. Great counterattack by Southampton, though, and a decent finish by Brogia getting his first goal for the club. Ab- absolutely. Should, should be mentioned. Absolutely. Uh, with, a, with a debut goal. Sh- shocker, another uh, Chelsea Loney. <laughs> right. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> half the leagues and half the world have a Chelsea Loney on them. That's right. Um, basically a chess match when it came to uh, when it came to Everton and uh, West Ham. It's two teams that both play the same low block. So what were you going to expect? Not much. Well, what I was now only six shots on target between the two teams. But there were a massive 31 attempts at, uh, at goal. Yeah. Not on goal, but at goal. Uh, so it was it was pretty intense. Um, West Ham were the better side, in my opinion. They were. Uh, but they both, were. both teams did have a few chances. They just lacked the quality to take them. Uh, in the 74th minute, obviously, Abonga, uh, Abog, Agbona sorry, yeah. uh, headed in from a corner. Um, but that corner shouldn't have happened. I, I think that agree. was a pretty big mistake by Jordan Pickford. Yeah, obviously with the goal resulting from it. Yeah, you got to hold on to that ball. You got to hold on to that ball and stop looking for the ref to uh, make a call for you. You you make the save. Let the ref worry about the player coming into yeah. you because players are going to fuck with you. It's just what they do. They're exactly, gonna, they're gonna fuck with you. You have to fucking deal with that. Yep. Um, I think the lack of depth is starting to catch up to. Everton, um, not having anybody to play striker. Like, Rondon, fine. He's still not 100%. You're asking way too much of him. And what does it say when Rafa doesn't even make a fucking sub? Yeah. Like, there's just... I hear you. You need DCL back quick. You DCL need Richie back quick. Very quick. Very, very quick. The the you We're well-coached. We're a smart, resolute team. And we've got good defense, but... Eh. And yep. besides, like I said, one of these two teams was going to win one nothing. Guess what? Newsflash. When it goes back to West Ham, Everton's probably going to win one nothing. <laughs> yeah. Just like last fucking year. Just like most fucking years. It's... It is what it is. It's just what... This is... This is... This is the, um, you know, 
sixth to tenth place teams. This is what you should expect right here. Yep. Not attractive football. It was Moise Benitez, man. What the like? What do you expect? You know? Yeah. I take this shot. Not surprised at all. Not really that bitter over it. Um, it's about to be bitter, though. Yeah, go, go, fucking beat, <laughs> go, go, fucking beat Watford. That's all I care about. Win and the next one. You probably will because they're a shit team. Oh, there it goes. I was a little heavy-handed with the board. <laughs> that's a big one. Yeah, I haven't done that one in a some, while. Some might say that's an iMac desktop-sized shot you took there. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Could you see it, Mel? Could you see the shot? <laughs> All right. Um, so Spurs ruin Newcastle's big day. I think Newcastle ruined Newcastle's big day. In, in there. Jams inspired uniform. Yeah. <laughs> all they were missing were swatch watches on the wrist. That's all <laughs> they needed were some swatch watches to go along with those styling ash jams uniforms. I they thought were I thought somebody was gonna pull out a bottle of Fanta grape. So so they made so they made the the obviously they do their same simple white with the damn bird on it every year, and it's always the same thing. It's never different. They do the Jackson Pollock jerseys, the the failed art experiment jersey, and then they go, "Let's do a purple '80s new wave jams design for the yeah. like." What the fuck with your kids, dudes? I I think that Harry Kane saw this concept over the summer, and that's why he wanted to leave. <laughs> I'm not wearing this shit. I gotta go. I'd rather wear Tequila Sunrise up in Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the, the about shit third cleansing kits. sorbet, as it were. <laughs> yeah. Or or had better yet, uh, uh, Manchester United's um drab stone wall. Because <laughs> the zebra is at least ugly. The drab stone wall was just a drab stone wall. <laughs> yeah. Like that's supposed to be something people go, Oh shit, I gotta buy that kit. <laughs> yeah. So what a party. Yeah. To celebrate Somewhat nefarious people. Yeah. <laughs> to be yeah. honest. Uh, and that lasted all of, um, I think it was, what, 11 minutes Tottenham equalized? Yeah. Something like that. 16th uh, minute, but yeah. right around there. But, so hey. Callum Wilson, what a header, what a run. Great overlap and cross by Mankio. The whole thing was fantastic. And that place erupted. You, when Wilson scored his goal, here's something. Stavely on her feet, going crazy. Her man on his feet, going crazy. The Ruben boys on their feet, going crazy. Ashley wouldn't have been bothered, man. He'd have no. been eating on a fucking sausage log, man. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> um, it was, like I said, there was a real buzz around the place. Uh, but then they settled into being the same old Newcastle. Yep. Which, not really surprised. The other thing is... I, I would like to know, before we get on to very serious matters, I want to know if Steve Bruce knew that the reception that Newcastle were receiving and the party atmosphere inside of St. James Park pre-match was for the owners, or if he thought it was for his thousandth game in charge. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think he might have been confused. Yeah, very confused. He did, after the match, say that his tenure was a bit difficult. Yeah, no shit. I think he will be let go before Ole. Um, I think it's Personally. maybe this week. Yeah, I, I think it's this week he'll be. Like I, I would I would tend to agree with that. Uh, and Dombele, fantastic strike, 
um, obviously, uh, to get Spurs rolling. Harry Kane gave Spurs a lead, a judge to be offside, as we spoke about before, uh, except he wasn't, and VAR worked this time, how as fitting, it did not. How fitting was Chelsea that, match. that his first goal, he finally scores a goal, is kind of questionable, and who really knows? Because it's been kind of like Harry Kane this season. Does he really want to play? Who really knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, woo. Hey, I scored. Yeah. <laughs> like. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and then Son made it 3-1, uh, obviously, in... Um, off of a Kane assist, which off is of a Kane assist, which going was back a, to what Kane did all of last year. It was a year. fairly simple play. kind of looked like FIFA, to be yep. honest with you. Like somebody's playing a game of FIFA. But this one uh, came in, in very extended first-half stoppage time yeah. because the game was actually halted for 20 minutes mm-hmm. um, due to yes. a fan having a heart attack uh, in the stands. Last report I heard is said fan is in stable condition still. Good. Uh, he or she, identity not released. Um, but some very quick work by uh, fans around that person and then the stewards as well, um, team doctors uh, from either side helping out and getting that fan the attention that they uh, needed and off to hospital as fast as possible. Very cool. Very, very It was, it was uh, cool. very good to see everybody come together. Special shout-out to Eric Dyer. And I can't remember the Newcastle player that was there. Might have been Alan St. Maximon. I'm not positive. Mm-hmm. Um, but Eric Dyer, especially uh, before he had a, his own calamitous whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, issue. Please go ahead and talk um, about what he did nice first, and I'll. Talk but he about did that. help alert people to the situation in the stands, which was going on, um, which great and well done to him, and he should be commended for that. And that's awesome. I would argue you're between the lines, and you should be paying attention to your fucking job, which he didn't do later. Well, later on, later on, credit to him, he figured out a way to manipulate his body to make sure the ball got into the back of the net perfectly in the lower corner problem his own net he almost wrong wrong goal wrong goal mate i've been in a position you've been in goal behind me on the field when the ball comes into a weird position and i don't know whether to kick knee it or head it yep right i've done that he literally tried to do all three things at once and almost kneed himself in the face. And then perfectly hit it right into the back of the corner. It was like, fantastic. Where Lloris just, just went, oh, I can't even get to it. Fuck off. Um, that, that did, though. Uh, oh, and quick shout out to John Joe getting uh, getting two yellows. I have something to quick. say about that, too. But I do, I do about the, the dire own goal is, is that made the scoreline a bit more flattering on Newcastle than it should have been. Oh, no, it was all Spurs. Um, John Joe Shelby, mm-hmm. out for six games with a calf problem, comes back, does this. I think he was doing a great credit to Steve Bruce. I think he was saying, don't fire him. I love having nothing to do with training. I love the addition to sausage rolls in the canteen. I love all that stuff. I'm going to take the pressure off of him by doing something super boneheaded and taking, you know, the loss away from him because somebody can always say, well, we were down to 10 men. (laughs) Here's here's the key thing. And next summer, he'll just be fucked off to the championship and everything's fine. Maybe with Newcastle. Uh Maybe not. We'll we'll, we'll see. Newcastle. (laughs) Okay, great. We we talked about that last week. It's fantastic that there was actually, you know, the uh, you know the opportunity for the takeover and they're now the wealthiest club in the world and this is all said this is good team still shit oh yeah team shit like so you're going to have to fix that or else you will go down because there's not a lot of bad teams you are one of the said few bad teams and just at in january getting a new manager 
and fucking firing uh, and 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 paying too much money for a striker or a defender or just like going out there and throwing out like a hundred million dollars in January is not going to fix the not problem. If, not if they don't have a manager in place. You're absolutely right. It's just not going to fix the fucking problem and. That's what they need to be very weary of. Absolutely. Is that... If they can't get a manager in place, they're going to be in trouble. Yes. And, agreed. And Mike Ashley will look like a fucking financial genius, but also, in the eyes of the supporters, even worse than he already is, a massive fucking cunt. Yeah. Also, that being said, if they go down to the championship, it's not like they're not going to come right back up in no, first of course. place. Because they're going to go ahead and just buy the team they need anyways. And they're going to go... Yeah, but well, who can you convince to throw away a year of their lives in the championship that's going to matter? Right, you may be able to get somebody on loan, like a young and upcoming player or something. Yeah. But they want to splash cat. They want to splash Mbappe money. They're oh, yeah. not going to get Mbappe, but, but what that's I'm, what they, but they, do. they want players of that ilk. Yeah. And until you have someone other than Steve Bruce in charge, you're not going to get that player. It doesn't matter how much money you throw at them. Yeah. Well said. Um, Gunners escape with a point at the death. Uh, yeah. So what a start. Fast start. They were yeah. moving the ball quickly, Looked shifting good. back and forth. They were making Crystal Palace try to defend. Great goal. Um, it was a, a, an initial good strike, good save. Aubameyang reacted first. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... Halftime, <laughs> I would like to think Patrick Vieira had all 11 men on their knees in a row and then individually went up to each one of them and skull fucked them <laughs> right down the line as they sobbed and cried and then walked out of the room because in the second half, all palace. Oh yeah, they, all well, palace. That's until Alexandre Lacazette came on, yep. and he absolutely injected a bunch of energy and verve into the Arsenal team. And yes, we were still vulnerable, but we were also pushing at that point mm-hmm. to to get. Um, a winner, then an equalizer. <laughs> it yeah. became an equalizer because uh, the defending for the second goal for Palace was absolutely abhorrent. Yeah, I mean, taking nothing away from it. Uh, um, I think Ben Edward, White. I Edward think, was. It was a. It was a great, great finish. Fucking strike. It was a great but, finish. But I think Ben. I don't think Ben White knew where he was on the field. No, I he, think he, he had. I think he thought room. he was wider left. So much room. Um, and he but he was playing him to go towards touch. <clears throat> problem was he was only about a yard and a half wide of the penalty spot yeah so he gave him enough room that he had essentially the entire goal to shoot at still agreed so if he was three four yards further wide left that would have been fine defending ramsdale would have made a save and it would have been great but instead he basically opened the door for him uh benteke shouldn't have done what he did arsenal gave the ball away very cheaply uh over and over and over again for me, Ramsdale was our man of the match. Oh, yeah. He, he made a couple of fantastic saves. Uh, Guaita, to his Guaita credit, did, did make a couple saves. I mean, we could have gone on to win the game as well. Wouldn't have deserved it, but we could have gone on to win a game, uh, win the game as well. And then um, uh, Tierney hit the crossbar with a fucking rifle. Yeah, agreed. Now, I mean, you had chances. You definitely had chances. And but it what's just his name like- could have been sent off too? McCarthy. Oh yeah, they, they, they could they, have been. I, mean, I think. I think it was hard. Was, it would have been harsh, in my opinion, but he could have been. I feel like he was. He wasn't going for the man. He didn't he even know he was, was there. For the ball, he didn't he even know he was the there. Guy. Now, but then of course that happened last season with uh, with uh, Chelsea 
with um it was Fulham against Chelsea coming in from behind on a man just kicking a ball and then the guy came through and he got him in the back of the leg yeah saw red for it so and David Luiz sneezed on somebody that was cleaning on goal and he got a red last season so I mean it, but it's fine don't hold worry on, about it not a big on, deal I, actually Sam now that he's gone you can honestly say that man just deserves a red for being on the pitch. I'm happy I mean, that he's not here. He yes, does. absolutely. But but he didn't deserve a red in that particular instance um, that I'm I, talking about. I would like to reiterate a point that I have reiterated <laughs> multiple, multiple times. Can't wait for this. Crystal Palace. Just ask how many zeros for Gallagher. Yes, that fucking easy. That, that was right. Ramsdale's save of the game. Write the check yesterday. Post date it. This is the you want this guy. That volley. Mm-hmm. Ramsdale mm-hmm. saw it late, still got to it. That was brilliant all around from both people. Yeah. Uh, Lacazette had one of those. Aubameyang with a brilliant through ball. Lacazette opened up and fired, and Guaita saved every piece of each of those two passes of play passages of play were brilliant. Everyone did exactly what they were supposed to do, and everyone was equal to the challenge. They're very exciting. Uh, um, but but Arsenal, I, I I worry. Still growing pains. I get it. Zombie gave the ball away a ton, uh, but he is fucking twenty two years old, twenty three years old. I mean, he's hmm. he's got to learn. Remember, you used to cheer when you uh, were winning games in Europe. Now you're cheering when you uh, tie Palace at the death. All right, you know. Okay, and. Uh, uh, by the way, everybody, little newsflash. Palace ain't going to lay over. Palace is fucking here, and oh, yeah. Palace is going to be a tough fucking out. Sure money. Sure money, ladies and gentlemen. The segment where you hear are surefire bets to aid you in making decisions with your hard-earned money when you're having a punt yourself. Your decisions would be whatever we say, do the exact opposite, because all we do is fucking lose. <laughs> The title of this segment is ironic. Uh, Sammy, uh, I am still up despite missing my bet last week. I am plus 284. Uh, and so right. only a matter of time. Three more bets. Now, we'll be before right we properly to. get started here, I do have a quick text message from Kenny that we need to address. Okay. I normally put this in the get in touch with us phase. Right. But this specifically has to do with this, and he wants me to tell you the following. Oh, like I did with... Stop uh, betting on fucking Southampton! <laughs> <laughs> because um, uh, you fucked him more than once uh, over the last few weeks. Yeah. So, <laughs> Well, we did that with uh, with Keith. Uh, he, he mentioned his bets. So That's right. If you do a bet-specific uh, email, it's definitely going on this. <laughs> So th- no, that was it. It was just a text message that said, "Tell him to stop betting on Southampton." Well, I bet with a few ag- expletives. I bet against Southampton and his club won. He should be fucking thanking me. He should be fucking thanking me. Now the words you should be saying aren't "fuck you." It should be "thank you." And I think it's time uh, that we hear what you have to say, there, sir. All right. Uh, first off, for my cup of losers, uh, Leeds and. Leads you and the seagull can go fuck yourselves. Do 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 is exactly what I have for that. Now, let's take a look here. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong page. Don't mind me. Nice. I am down three hundred and forty-five dollars. Big Sam's lock of the week. Fourteen point two eight 
five seven one four percent repeating of the time <laughs> it works 100 percent of the time do i need to make a new t-shirt for every bad bet <laughs> sure why not <laughs> if people want to buy them at the du drip shack by all means go right the hell ahead Mode. one percent one point one percent one point two percent one point three percent one point four percent is it this week um so much for picking teams that should win because apparently pick teams safe bets they don't win hit a fair i put out a fairly easy honest parlay that should have hit doesn't hit so did i fuck it what's money who needs it (laughs) we do why why bother (laughs) yeah give me norwich to beat chelsea at plus fucking 2000 I expect to lose, but fuck all of you if I win. That is wow. all there is to it. That's nice and good. simple. Whew. That's pretty good. That's funny. Throwing caution to the wind. I'm going to have to return this math, fuck aren't it. I? Somebody else that likes to do that. And now, it's time for our degenerate gambling friend, Pat's Pick It a Week. Pat, hold on one second. That's called a professional transition. Well uh, done, sir. Pat, how you doing, buddy? Pretty good. How's it going? Oh, not bad, my friend. Let's hear what you got. All righty. Well, I'm going to take a cue from the chicken. I'm only taking one game this week, you know. I'm a, But I am going to take uh, the game of the week. Um, so I'm down 375. I think it might be 371, but let's just even it out. I'll, I'll, I'll go 375. It makes it easier. Um, so I'm going to take the big one. I'm going to take Liverpool at Manchester United. Liverpool is plus 129. So I'm going to risk 200 to win 258 on it. Uh, Manchester's been slipping recently with uh, losing two and drawing one in their last three. Uh, I think Liverpool is a good bet. And this opened at 170. So the money is pouring in on Liverpool if it's already down to plus 129. Um, and nice. obviously, it's going to be the the last game of the weekend, Sunday afternoon. So uh, it'll be worth the wait. Love yeah, it. absolutely. And and I'm with you as you'll come to find in the next thirty seconds. Ah, very good, very very good. Yeah, so very well done, my friend. Uh, if you want to stick around to listen to this one, I have upped it to a four way parlay since my threes have dried up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I now have <laughs> Everton over Watford. Chelsea over Norwich with a kicker of over two and a half total goals mm-hmm. in the game. Uh, and then Liverpool to beat United is my four-way parlay at plus 501, which for a four-way parlay at only being five a, a five-to-one bet, mm-hmm. it's pretty damn good odds. Yeah. So it another one that is fairly sensible and should hit. Right. Well, we'll see we've what seen happens. so far, sensible does not work. No. Hence, but, hence, I'm taking Norris to beat Chelsea at plus 2,000. But I'm doing it anyway. fuck it. Yeah. Hey, 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 Sam, and if that's the one that kills this four-way parlay, it'll be a hell. Yeah, it'll be when a they win one nil and oh everything else hits, I'm going to be fucking livid. How brilliant yeah, would that be? You're absolutely right. Pat, cheers, man. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Have a good one. All right, brother. Yeah. All right. You know what, Graham? That was a better segment. That segment's getting better, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it only took I'm settling you... into the role. It I'm, only I'm, took listen, you 10 fucking episodes listen, to start hey, actually doing professional transitions. I'm like, a, I'm like a French player at Newcastle. It took me about 10 games to settle in before I ultimately keep you up at the end of the season. Or or, or like a Brazilian uh, player and just don't do fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> you know who does do fuck all? 
Kitty the chicken. That wasn't a very good transition. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> well, Kitty hit with City and sits at three and four. So this week, I gave Kitty Burnley heading to Southampton. So Kitty quickly pulled out, you ready for this one? Mm-hmm. A bottle of 19 Crimes California Red Blend. Who's on the cover of that one, Sam? And she started cranking Don Goggy style over her Sono sound system. Wait, oh, hold on. shit! Kitty has a Sono sound system and we don't. You just got a new computer. Shut up. Ugh. Well, two little known facts is that Kitty loves her some Snoop Dogg and Snoop loves him some Clarets. So Kitty is picking a Burnley win. How about that? That's such an odd relationship. My, girl, my girl's got a Sono sound system well, up I, there. Well, I knew she was a friend of Snoop Dogg because sometimes she brings me back some of his uh, fresh air when she goes for visits. Uh, and then, uh, we hang out up there, but it, I wasn't aware of the new Sono. You know, you know why she has such a uh, nice sound system? Remember that great vinyl collection she has? I mean, she talks about all the musicians she hangs out with all the time. You gotta have a great speaker set up. That's true. And before Mel gets into the disclaimer, I did forget to do my couple losers, and mm-hmm. it's along the same theme of you. Uh, thank you, Seagulls. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> well, everyone, I do need to remind you to please gamble legally and responsibly. Championship corner! I'm fallen. And I can't get up. Oh, no. I don't think that'll ever get old. No, it won't. <laughs> I love it. It's bloody fucking brilliant. It is. <laughs> it's bloody fucking brilliant. All right, West Brom got the weekend going with a 1-0 win over Birmingham uh, in a derby, of course. Uh, Fulham trounced QPR 4-1, to getting two for Mitro and one from young American Anthony Robinson. Uh, which, by the way, uh, all the Fulham fans were putting it up there for Brentford and Chelsea going, see, this is how you actually yeah. handle a West London derby. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, Sheffield continued their uh, little bit of a run that they're on with a 2-1 win over Derby. Uh, they're charging back up the table, too. No, I'm sorry, with a 2-1 win. Yeah. And then Derby also drew nil-nil, which is maybe something to build on. Sorry, I forgot a comma. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, which puts Bournemouth on top, um, West Brom in second, Fulham in third, Coventry in fourth, Stoke in fifth, and Huddersfield rounding out the playoff places in six on 20 points. Darby is propping up the championship. Uh, just three points despite their 3-6-3 three, and three record, uh, which is decent considering because of their points deduction. Barnsley and Peterborough uh, are the others occupying the drop zone with Hull City just a point clear. Very good. All right, well, that's going to wrap it up, boys and girls. Mr. Graham, any parting words? In the Lincoln game this past weekend, a steward, uh, I believe during halftime, I'm not sure, for some reason had a big old floppy dildo and used it to score a goal um, while play was not happening as he hit a ball in with it. Really? Yep. The footage is out there. (laughs) YouTube it. Lincoln City steward uh, used a dildo to score a goal at the stadium during a game. Uh, Brilliant. I don't think there's much more to say. No, it's fantastic. Anytime a dildo's involved, count me in. <laughs> Too bad that can't be a show title. Words words to live by. Words to live by. All right, that's going to wrap it up, boys and girls. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, next up is Injury Time. We're going to talk about uh, a few of the 
outside of the Prem clubs that we love, the Ibs, Aki Stanley, Batiste. And then we're going to talk about the beers we're drinking. And then we're going to preview the next weekend's action. Sam, should somebody want to check out Injury Time? How do they go about doing that? Absolutely. Just one more time for you. It's www.patreon.com backslash do you football show and sign up to the tier and you will receive all of our extra shows. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's kind of going to be the way we're going. It's going to be the tier. Yeah, the tier. The tier. Uh, So, uh, everybody, thank you for joining us on Facebook Live again as we are going to kind of keep this going and uh, keep doing it. And we're going to also soon be adding more content uh, during halftime of matches and also uh, as we wrap up things and write notes, Sam and I are going to start jumping on Facebook Live more and doing uh, little fun bits, little quick, you know, 20 minute videos 10 minute videos things like that so please check us out yep like subscribe share tell your friends and make sure you fucking mash that subscribe button on youtube mm-hmm. donate 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 we love you we'll see you later we have to pay for the gas to get this goddamn thing home because we have to rent an actual truck to uh take this big ass computer back <laughs> to apple go buy your fly gear <laughs> at the du drip shack till next week everybody good night Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton Punch you in the eye and drink your rye Sam Houston Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam Right AA, the fucking Gooner Graham Smoke of a lord, but straight in shorts Sam Grammy Sam Graham Come to get out!